thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. Well, in the, in the time that we have remaining, I want to give you my heart. I want to preach to you for a few minutes on the subject of prayer once again. Uh, last Sunday night, we preached on Show Me Thy Glory. And if I believe there's anything we need of the Lord in these days, it's more and more of Jesus, more and more of God. Now, I believe we saw Wednesday night in the service. If you weren't here, uh, you just missed it. God helped us. God moved. And and it was wonderful what the Lord did in the service. Uh, I found out after the fact, I, I, I shared over here in this service on prayer, and we prayed, and God did a great work. And I found out just, I believe, Thursday night they were telling me that in the teen service on Wednesday night, they were on the subject of prayer as well. So it's just wonderful how the Lord works and how He brings things together. And uh, there's much I could say about Wednesday evening service, but here's what I want to say to you. I believe that the Lord is doing something in our church right now to stir us toward this matter of prayer. We talk about revival, we talk about God doing a great work, but one of the old writers said this, He said, whenever God intends to do a great work, He sets His people to praying. And I believe God's stirring in us right now. And I'll say this, even since I've been pastor, there have been, my my soul, hasn't God been good to us? I mean, He's blessed us so wonderfully. But there have been some windows, there have been some moments, there have been some times, it might be a service, it might be several services, it, it, it might be just a few minutes But there have been some windows of time, even since I've been pastor, where it seemed like the Lord was beginning a work. Like the Lord was doing something very unusual and very special. And and I'll say this, I don't know in those times if if we've grieved the Lord, if, if we've hindered the Lord in the work that He's done. I don't know if those were just the beginning and the Lord working in our hearts and and then the the work might go underground for a while and we might not see the fruit of it for years to come. I don't know exactly what the Lord is doing, but I know this. He's pleased when His people pray. You go to Luke 11, you don't have to look there yet. But one of the the most amazing sections of Scripture in the whole Bible to me, and we're going to preach several messages on it in the days ahead. But Jesus has been praying, been alone with the Father, been praying in the Holy Ghost, and the disciples look at Him and they make this request of Him. They say, Lord, teach us. What would you ask the Lord to teach you if He was there before? I mean, physically. If Jesus was standing right in front of you, you could look Him eyeball to eyeball, and you could say, Lord, teach me. You might say, Lord, teach me about the end. Teach me about prophecy. Tell me if all these preachers on TV have it right. Lord, teach me about prophecy. Or maybe you'd say, you know what, Lord, you've called me to preach, and so Lord, would you teach me how to preach like you do? Or maybe the disciples could have said, Lord, would you teach us how to work miracles like you do? Would you teach us how to multiply the bread and the fishes? Or, or maybe they could have said, Lord, you remember there was this time that we were trying to cast out a demon and we weren't able to do it. So Lord, would you teach us how to cast out a demon, how to cast out a devil? 
But that's not what they said to the Lord, is it? They said, Lord, if you could teach us anything, Lord, if we could only get one thing from you, if we could only get help in one area, here's what we need. Lord, teach us to, to pray. There's nothing in the world that's more simple than prayer. And yet there's nothing in the world that is more uh, deep than prayer. Go to the Old Testament. I'm just talking to you tonight for a minute. You go to the Old Testament. The first time you ever find the word pray or prayer or prayed or praying in the Old Testament, you find Abraham speaking to his wife Sarah. And he says, I pray thee. He, he's asking her to do something. He's beseeching her. He's trying to prevail upon her to do something for him. Uh, prayer is just as simple and prayer is just as common as a husband saying to his wife, Honey, would you do this? That, that's prayer. Uh, a prayer is just as simple. Prayer is just as common as a wife looking at her husband and saying, Dear, would you please? That's prayer. Prayer is simply coming to God and asking Him for what we need. It's just praying, just asking Him. Next time you see prayer, and it's mentioned a few times other places in the book of Genesis, but the first time you see the word prayer in connection with God, uh, Jesus, a uh, pre-incarnate Jesus Christ had come and He's there with Abraham and the Lord is there and Abraham says to him, I pray thee, would you stay with me? Would you let me cook you a little something? Would you let me have, have you here for a little while? Find some rest in my home, in my tent. Would you stay with me? Prayer is just this simple. Lord, I need you to do something. But prayer is this simple. Lord, I need you to be with me. That's what prayer is. Sometimes, though, we start praying for men and not for God. I shared this with my Sunday school class this morning. I got to teach this morning. I usually just sat in the class. and I shared this with them this morning. I remember a time I was in a church. I was preaching in this church. And before I preached, there was probably about 20 people. And they all gathered in a circle and we started praying. And they would pray one person after another. Now, listen, there's a lot of things I can't promise you. But if God will help me, I'll never do that to you. I'll never make you pray out loud if you don't want to, all right? But we were going around that circle praying, and the first person that prayed, I was with them. I was praying with them. I was agreeing with them. God, do what they're asking for. God, work in this church. God, help them. But after about three, four, five people, I realized eventually I'm going to have to pray. And they've prayed about everything in the world there is to pray about. they prayed for every missionary. they prayed for every sick dog from here to Knoxville. I mean, what in the world am I going to pray about? And so while these other folks are calling on God and beseeching heaven and going to the throne of God, you know what I was sitting there doing? rehearsing I was sitting there thinking now Lord I'm, I'm going to say now, now our heavenly father we can, I was rehearsing I was getting ready to pray say who are you going to pray to well it sure wasn't God it wasn't God I was getting ready to ask to do something it was the folks around me I wanted them to hear me and I wanted them to be impressed with my prayer but let's be honest sometimes when it comes to prayer we want to impress somebody sometimes we want to impress the folks around us We've heard some mighty, mighty prayers that never made it to the throne of God because they were directed to the congregation and not to God. But there are times when we come to pray where it's not man that we're trying to impress, it's God. We come to Him and we, we try to use religious sounding words. We try to impress Him by the things we say. And listen, I believe we're going to talk about it tonight. There's times that you ought to pray the Word of God back to God. But sometimes we come to God and we say, Lord, the book of Leviticus chapter number 16 and verse number 23 says, He wrote the book. Don't you think He knows that verse? 
Prayer is just as simple as saying, God, I need you to do something for me. It's as simple as asking and receiving. It's as simple as knocking and the door being open. It's as simple as seeking and finding. It's as simple as saying, Lord, I don't even have a request that I need you to do anything, but Lord, I sure need more of you. Prayer is the simplest thing in the world. It's as simple as breathing. It's as simple as speaking. It is as simple as saying, God, I need you. God, would you do this? That is prayer. And yet prayer is one of the most difficult things in the whole world, isn't it? The Bible says here, the disciples say, Lord, would you teach us how to pray? Lord, I don't even feel like I know how. I know that prayer is just talking to God. I know I can pray at evening and at morning and at noon. And, and Lord, I know that you pray all the time. And I, I know you rise up early in the morning to pray. And Lord, I know you pray through the night. But Lord, sometimes when I'm trying to talk to the Father, when I'm trying to approach God, I don't even feel like I know how to pray. I hope to God we never lose that. I was so encouraged in the service on Wednesday night when I heard testimony from several folks that went something like this. I know God's doing something. I know God's stirring something in my heart and I don't know what to do. That encouraged me. That's where we need to be, at a place where we truly are looking to the Lord and asking for His help and saying, Lord, we don't know how to do it. We need Your help. We need Your presence. We need Your power. Dear God in heaven, would You teach us to pray? Disciples said, Lord, would you teach us to pray? Now I want you to look at the, the chapter we're putting our emphasis on this evening, and that's Matthew 26. Jesus is there in the garden in verse number 36. He cometh with them, then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said unto his disciples, Set ye here while I go and pray yonder. They've just celebrated the Last Supper. He's just told them that, that Judas is going to deny me. He's going to sell me out. Peter, before the, before the cock crows thrice, you're going to deny me twice. He, he's just let them know that within literal hours, he will be nailed to a cross. He will die for the sins of the whole world. He will suffer the agony and the torments of Calvary. And what does he do at a moment like that? Well, we see it, don't we? He said, you sit here for a while while I go and pray. He took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Isn't it amazing at what was the most stressful moment of Jesus' life up to that point? What does he do? He prays. I know we're busy. I understand you've got a lot of things going on. I understand I've heard rumors that there's some kind of soccer game going on tonight. Is that right? I understand we're busy. I understand there's a lot of things going on. I understand there's burdens we're facing. And, and honestly, there's things that we're facing today that no other generation in the history of this world has ever faced. But, but let's say this. Not one of us are facing dying on a cross for the sins of the whole world tomorrow. And when Jesus was at that moment, He said, I've just got to pray. I've got to talk with my Father. I've got to ask help of my Father. I've got to ask my Father to be with me. And verse 39 says, He went a little further, and He fell on His face and He prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. 
Nevertheless, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. This is the very instance of prayer where he prays in the garden and his sweat becomes as great drops of blood. This is the very time where he's facing the reality that on the cross the Father will turn his back on him. This is deep prayer. This is deep anguish. This is the most serious time in the life of Jesus and the life of the disciples up to this moment. And where do we find the disciples when Jesus is praying this great prayer that because he prayed it, we're here tonight? What are the disciples doing? He cometh unto the disciples and findeth them what? Asleep. A few Sundays ago, I'm not going to name any names. I wouldn't embarrass anybody. Y'all know me. I'm better than that. I wouldn't do that to anybody. But a few Sundays ago, somebody had fell asleep in the service and they were apologizing to me afterwards. I said, listen, I understand it happens, but what I didn't understand is when I asked your wife right in front of God and everybody while I was preaching to wake you up, and she said, I didn't put him to sleep and I'm not going to wake him up. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandis.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.